Good afternoon, everyone, and a warm welcome to our latest and actually a special episode for once of QuickBooks Lab. Today was QuickBooks Connect, and it was so special, in fact, that we had a nice little live percussion from Ash in the background of our uh, for our intro. So that was absolutely excellent. Such a catchy tune, isn't it? That's what it is. <laughs> Great <laughs> uh, Books Labs, a fortnightly podcast. Now we call it podcast. Remember, we dropped the vodcast malark. Designed to be the place to learn all about the world of QuickBooks and other accounting software. Every two weeks, or when we want to do a special, it's every now and again, we hang around these microphones to talk about all the latest news, tips, tricks for QuickBooks. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron Patrick, a chartered accountant, owner of a county firm called Boffix, a QuickBooks certified UK trainer with a fancy new logo, and that QuickBooks chat on YouTube. And joining me, as ever, is my co-host, the one and only Ash. How are you doing, Ash? Uh, fantastic, thanks, Aaron. Is there a bit of echo? Is it just me? No, no, I think we're fine. I think we're all right. right. Okay. I think we're good. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, my name's Ash Beaton. Yeah, uh, QuickBooks trainer slash accountant slash app developer. A uh, couple of YouTube channels. One of them, QuickBooks Tips in 60 seconds. Back over to you, Aaron. Perfect, perfect. So we do have a crack for you today. As I said in the beginning, today was QuickBooks Connect, which means we've got some actual elements to talk about and if you see in the background the closing ceremony is just about finishing so we couldn't be more hot on the press when it comes to giving you some information but first of all let's talk about what's happening and how this all works well we are live to the world uh, our regular time of 4 30 uk usually every other tuesday as i said at 10 30 us central time so if you're listening to this back at a later time why not think about joining us live that way you can get involved just like we have Ali Evans, who's come through. Hello, Ali. How's it going? Going, and one of our regular guests and and and, and experts, Jean, as well. So excellent to see you there. And I'm sure there's more of you in those comments as well. So do use those comments to talk to us. Um, and just like them, they'll have the opportunity to ask any burning questions throughout today. Furthermore, we are live on the podcasting services around the globe. So if you feel free to go subscribe to your podcasting service of choice. Ash, what's our agenda for today's show? So it's going to be a fairly short little show, I think, today. But we'll have a little bit of a news roundup of the things that were covered uh, within Aquibus Connect today, and we'll look at what our predictions were from last week or a couple of weeks ago. Um, I, I, I don't think we'll be uh, earning any prizes, uh, but we'll take a look to see what we predicted and what actually happened. Uh, and again, uh, any questions that anyone would like to raise, put the question in there, uh, and we'll do our very best to answer it live. Definitely, definitely. Okay, let's jump straight into the news then. As Ash said, it's probably a little bit of a shorter one, but it's going to be some juicy content nonetheless. So if I bring up the share, I even prepared a nice little presentation for us. There's no, no expense or time spared on this show, I have you know. Um, so QuickBooks Connect, as you can see, me and Ash really did enjoy ourselves virtually, uh, making the most of those uh, photos. He had no idea this was coming up. <laughs> Uh, making the most of the photo opportunity and uh, putting ourselves out there on there. It was a shame that it wasn't live, uh, or should I say, it wasn't a shame that it wasn't in person, as I mean, Ash has really enjoyed the last couple of ones, haven't we? It's been a really good event in the last couple of years. Um, but, you know, current circumstances, we made the most of it, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I guess uh, it was alcohol-free. I think if we'd have been there, there might have been some alcohol involved if we'd have actually met up live. But, you know, maybe, you know, next next time 
uh, for sure will make up for it with a headache too, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's only going to get bigger and better. And as I like keep telling everyone, I was going for take a selfie and then Rishi Kit gave me a call about the budget just to go through it with me. So, you know, these time, times these days, you know, it's just you just can't get through with it. Okay, so they first went to announce. So we're going to put most of our energy on the show about what's been announced around QuickBooks. And they divided it into three different areas. So one of the main areas was control cash flow, as they said. And the first announcement they made was all about going through the um, the way that the uh, online payments is going to be made. So this is all about when you send an invoice out from QuickBooks, there's going to be some enhancements coming to that area. Um, and the enhancement themselves is all about basically making it even easier for you to receive payments. So this can't be a, you know, can't be a bad thing. Now, the way it works is they're going to be using the fact that we've got that open banking technology and also the fact that there's going to be an introduction of a new banking option we'll come back come around to that in a moment but the idea of using those technology means that instead of just having the options that we've got now which is get paid by basically paypal but it's a pay now button sat there and also getting paid by go cardless which is a direct debit solution you're going to have an option to get paid directly to your bank account from the invoice itself so it looks like a really slick way of doing it what are your thoughts on that one ash yeah, I thought that was great, actually, uh, when I saw that, because, you know, you know, lots of businesses, as soon as they think that they're going to have to use something else in the middle, you know, like PayPal or whatever, the first thing they're going to think is, how long is that going to take to actually get in the bank? And in addition to that, um, am I going to suffer a charge as a result? And that all seems to me like it's a case of, well, it would be you know, almost the same day payment, and you're not going to get charged for it. So it's a win-win. Definitely, definitely. And and I, I myself, I've had problems with this this week. Um, so I can't quite get my finger on what's happened fully. But basically, QuickBooks and PayPal, they've had to, it might be to do with all these new um, fees that have come through or whatever the reason is. But basically, I used to have connected for both AppleCorn PayPal, my, uh, sorry, AppleCorn Boffix, my PayPal account. They both were separate PayPal accounts. Um, pretty sure both of them were business ones. They were both kind of legit PayPal business accounts. But for whatever reason, both of them failed overnight. Um, there was no warning, no issues, no no anything else. So basically, people couldn't make payments by the way, or customers couldn't make payments the way they would normally. The Boffix one was a simple reconnect it. Everything went okay again. But the Apple Core one still hasn't been resolved. It's still going through the process of making sure that everything's correct. And I've had to... Re- be reassessed as a business and all this that and the other on the pay- paypal on the on the yeah on the paypal side so it's kind of one of those things where having another option is always going to be a good thing i know zero have the stripe integration from memory i might have got that wrong yeah. they definitely have some third party solution um so yeah the more we can get there the better um and it will just stop these these little issues that we've got we can show you how that looks so going forward, you're not just going to have the option to accept card payments via PayPal with that nice pay now button, but you'll also be able to accept secure transfers. And the idea is that you can basically dictate to a client what, which option they've got. So do you want to do both of them? Do you want to do one? Do you want to do the other? Whatever's going to be best for you. So you tick the box. And the next screen 
is looking a little bit like this. And as you can see there, you've got debit card, credit card, PayPal, and now bank transfer as well. We always have debit card, credit card, PayPal. That's always been there for us. Now we've got the option for bank transfer. And as simple as this is your customer will then be able to select what bank they use and they'll be able to use open bank technology authentication and all that sort of stuff to transfer the funds accordingly. So it can't really be any simpler, can it, Ash? No, I think, yeah, it, is very, it looks very, very good. So, um, you know, I can't wait almost for it to you know, be available so we can give it a good, good test. Definitely, definitely. I think the only thing I would love, and, and we'll, we'll find out when we get to play around with it, the only thing I'd really love for this to do is to finally give the option of paying more than one invoice at a time because um, that's the one limitation of doing it this way. It's literally you pay for that particular invoice and then you go on. And, you know, if you've got clients in arrears or, you know, they, they for whatever reason they've got a payment plan with you or whatever it's going to be, and they've had to go through and individually pay off each individual invoice, which, you know, is one of those extra kind of when, when you're trying to get paid from a client, you want to make yeah. it smooth and as simple and as straightforward as possible for them. So, yeah, I've, I've, I've had that before of, you know, what do you mean I've got to pay each individual invoice? So fingers crossed there'll be kind of some sort of element to that, but we won't know until we, we play around with it. There was yeah. no date though on this one, was there? No. Uh, but yeah, just, just what we were saying there, and other apps don't definitely want that feature almost like uh, attached to a, a statement, don't they? So if you send an electronic statement out, then that's going to have you know more than one invoice on if there is more than one outstanding and then pay them all. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get that friction away and then it's all paid for and done. Or at least be able to amend it because at the moment when you make a payment, then although it does say here that there is a little... Um, uh, pencil mark here so maybe it'll give you the opportunity to change that amount now which you've never been able to do so when it was paying by paypal direct or credit card it was just set for whatever the figure was so maybe this direct payment you might be able to choose there well, we'll again we'll see when we get to play around with it yeah. uh, me and Ash both said beforehand that we both sat down and said we're going to be involved as in any beaters as possible so we're sure to uh, show you on here if there's any um any any adjustments and and on our channels as well um, so yeah, it looks like this. So in this case, they chose HSBC. Then basically, it's there is your login and as your bank account, basically, um, authorizing the payment that way. And then you get a nice little invoice paid button with a tick on it. They love their green ticks, don't they? Um, and then that goes from there. And the next bit was, and I'm I'm really excited about this one. I think this is a, a really great opportunity here. Um, and this was their own bank account, effectively. Well. Let, let's not call it a pure bank account. Let's call it a challenger bank for now until we see exactly what it can do. But they're calling it QuickBooks Cash. And the idea of QuickBooks Cash is that just like people, well, we're assuming this, by the way, because we're obviously only going by what we've seen. But if we base it on what it looks like from the US and from what we know that they were trying to implement, then there'll be an opportunity to have a form of bank account that is called QuickBooks Cash. So you'll have a physical bank card and you'll have the opportunity to do basically all of the bank transfers and all of your banking and everything within QuickBooks itself. And that's where it becomes really, really powerful. Now, if it is like Revolut or um, Tide or those sort of accounts, those sort of challenger accounts, then this could be a really exciting or, or interesting way of being able to deal with it. Because effectively, you're not just then subscribing to your um, bookkeeping solution, but also your bank account or your bank solution as well. 
Um, certainly the way that I'm using Revolut and all those sort of challenges about, I use it in conjunction with a main high street bank. So I will have a, a Revolut bank account and I'll have a, you know, NatWest or whatever um, I'm using at the moment at that time. So it could be a case that this will be that sort of arrangement where it's going to be a really great complementary bank account to have to help with expense management, help with stuff like that. And one of the nice things that come with the other challenger banks, so hopefully QuickBooks will be able to kind of implement some of these features, is the ability to have virtual cards and things like that. So the idea then is that you can actually quick, quick, quickly create just a virtual card to use maybe as a one-off payment. So, you know, if you've got a payment to make on behalf of a, of a customer or a client, or you've got um, an employee that you've got to make a payment for, or they've got to make a payment for, whatever it's going to be, you can quickly drum up a virtual card, send the details to them, they use it once and it gets deleted after that. So there's like loads of great fraud, fraud prevention opportunities and stuff that, that hopefully will be implemented in, in here. What they've also said is if you're using the, the QuickBooks Cash solution, then they'll give you or there'll be more opportunities in there, like the idea to put in automatic savings for um, for income and getting income being deposited straight away. And and what I really liked about it was they're incorporating incorporating it with the cash flow as well. So the idea is you can see your cash flow. And if it's a case that, you know, this one expense is going to make you overdrawn, then at that point you can move that payment date to a different date so that you don't become overdrawn. So it's all about integrating not only your, your bookkeeping but your banking as well. What, what, what did you think of that idea, Ash? Yeah, no, I did. I saw that bit. I thought, um, yeah, I thought it is a, is a great idea. Uh, I'm, I'm just really, you know, I'm just intrigued into how the whole sort of QuickBooks bank thing is going to work. You know, is does it is it going to be like? Because when I first sort of saw it, and I thought that you know, um, you know, customers are going to you know will pay you through uh, a, a QuickBooks account. Mm. Um, for some reason, I thought I thought is this going to be almost like a, a factoring bank to begin with. And then, yeah. oh, perhaps, yeah. um, you know, no, it's not. You know, oh, you know, are they going to advance you straight away, um, and then get the money? But I, I don't think it's going to be that. It's just like a completely separate bank, isn't it? Uh, that you can receive money into and pay money out of. Um, but just the integration will be, I suppose, better uh, for you know for QuickBooks. Yeah, and I think end goal that I know we've definitely seen murmurings of them trying to get to that position of a factoring option and everything else so i think end goal wise i think that's where they want to be and that's where ultimately that's kind of what will help not just them but their clients more than anything won't it if they have the opportunity to be able to bring factoring directly into the solution that's an absolute game changer and that'll be a a massive massive coup for, for everyone involved but i think this is kind of baby steps towards that i think this is by you know, it, it's either going to be one of two ways. It's either going to be effectively just a PayPal in a different, you know, uh, name where it's just an online account that you can just deposit money to and get money out of sort of idea and make payments every now and again. Or it's going to be, you know, a full-blown challenger bank, um, you know, using quotes and everything. Um, and, and, and challenger banks have, you know, all of the kind of benefits of having a bank other than you can't you know put um checks in there and stuff at the moment unless starlin or or get bb loans and stuff like that so i think i think it's going to be kind of well it'll be interesting to see whereabouts it falls in that spectrum 
is it more PayPal? Is it more Revolut, for example, and whereabouts it falls? But if they can get it to be very much similar to what Revolut offers in terms of functionality and everything else, then this could be really, really interesting. And like I said, as a as a complementary bank account, I think it's perfect. It's you know you could use it as purely just an expense management tool. You know you, you could have it so your your employees can make payments and, and everything else in a secure environment that you're not giving access to all of the company's bank accounts. You know what I mean? It's like you could just use it as as a pot of money if you like and 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 have it there. And I think that's where, in my mind, that's where the the power of this comes from. It's like convenience and and having that expense management you know because it's all going to feed into that bank account so much better than any other bank there's ever been because obviously it's their own so you would have thought there'll be no need to re-authenticate after 90 days and them sort of things yeah absolutely just as you were saying that Aaron, I'm, I'm sort of thinking um yeah you'll have your main your main bank that will probably hold the majority of your cash yeah. you know um but the all the general ins and outs that happen during the uh, the course of the month, you, you'd use your QuickBooks bank for that. Then anything that's left over, you funnel it away to a different bank once you've sort of finished with it. So almost like using it, yeah. So your main bank probably gets hardly any use, but your QuickBooks one because you know that it's you're going to be doing everything nearly electronically through it, paying suppliers, paying your employees getting your money from your customers, um, it's all going to sort of there sit in nicely, uh, everything should tie in as it should. And you, fingers crossed you'd hopefully you know, be less errors because of the, the deep, deep integration that should be built. Yeah. Um, yes, very interesting. And, and they mentioned about automatic savings as well, so the ability to, or at least it was in passing, the ability to, automatically save for taxes and stuff like that if they can get that right then that really is a you know a, an amazing tool um and also i'm thinking about from an accountant's point of view when we set up clients you know one of the questions we get is that well what bank account should we go with and i know we're not we can't go um we're not financial advisors so we can't go and say definitely have this one or definitely have that one but we give a list of them and one of them is a quickbooks one that integrates beautifully with QuickBooks. And I think that's going to be a, a, a really strong take-up, I would assume, from clients because it's just, again, it's just about, you know, preventing that friction and making it really simple and easy for them to set up. Yeah. I was just <laughs> I was just thinking about the, um, the automatically save money. Uh, <laughs> most of the business owners I've met, if they see there's some money in one bank account, it gets spent. So regardless, if there's an automatic feature to save for tax, <laughs> if it's there, we actually know I'm going to go on holiday with that. So um, yeah, nice try QuickBooks to take that money away from me, but actually I'm going to use it at the moment. So we'll see exactly how that works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got plenty of clients like that as well. Um, but yeah, I I really and and hopefully it's like it was on the US demo. So the US demo went into it a little bit more. Um, I forget when it, what, that was like three months ago. Was it something like was it November time? Something like that. It was about yeah. that time, wasn't it? Um, but they were going into paying employees and paying suppliers and having that sort of functionality as well. So fingers crossed we get that as well. Obviously there'll have to be security involved. There's going to have to be some form of you know authentication or whatever it's going to be. Um, but I, in fact, on the QuickBooks Advanced one, they were using the whole um, approval process. So it was like you you were 
said that I want to make a payment, it went to someone to be approved and it got paid sort of idea. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be able to bring that sort of functionality over because that would be, well, that could be another, another, uh, you know, avenue for accountants to go down, you know, a really secure place where you can actually start, you know, properly looking after clients, not only cash flow, but actually the payment of things and everything else on the secure environment. So, you know, there's potential there, isn't there? Yeah, no, that would be ideal if you were able to, you know, just, just like I do with um, in my own sort of bank, um, so sort of a net tracker, you know, we'll, I'll, you know, I can set up a payment, you know, with Lloyd's yeah. but between myself and, you know, Andy, the other director, you know, one of us sets it up in the bank and the other person will authorise it. Yeah. And that's exactly what we want in QuickBooks. And we want someone to set it up. And then we want either the business owner or the manager, you know, someone of the higher level authority to go in there and just say, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Release the payment. Because as much as the Lloyd's thing is really good and works really well, you're still limited to who has access to that bank account, aren't you? Which is only ever going to be people who have signed up to the bank and got themselves yeah. involved and everything else. So for you know, for anyone to offer that as a solution, like a bookkeeping solution, for example, that's going to be a lot of hoops to jump through. Whereas if it can all be within QuickBooks, I think that could be quite a, a nice feature for everyone. Um, they also mentioned now, I think I misheard them because they said 15 months cash flow, but I assume that's just the three months they've already got in there plus a bit extra. But even saying that, they've got a couple of extra months there than what we're used to. Um, but I, I mean, I can't imagine going as far as 15 months, but an extension to the cash flow is, is or the cash flow planner is what they will give you as an incentive to use the um, use the card. How or why they get more information when, a, when it's the QuickBooks account compared to others i don't know but you know they're saying that they'll be able to be more accurate in the prediction so we'll see we'll see how that goes is it'll be it'll be useful to test anyway on that one because i know at the moment um as much as as much as i was uh really excited and i am really excited about the cash flow planner um it's failed miserably for me over the last couple of months like in all those predictions that were were made at the beginning have now started to fall off so yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see how that gets goes forward. Okay, they then moved on after the cash flow to taking care of taxes. Um, so let's just quickly go through what they announced on this one. To be fair, none of this was anything new, was it? It was all a case of stuff we already knew about, um, yeah. already kind of aware of. I assume this was more to bring everyone up to the same panel you know so we all were in in the same kind of understanding of, of where we're at, at the moment um, but effectively it was the self uh, self-assessment uh, estimate uh, no indication here of if we're ever going to be able to file this but again as we talked about on the on the um, appraisal but on the predictions one it doesn't really make sense then building technology for us to file via this way when this way is going to be dead as a dodo in a couple of years time anyway so it probably will only ever come this far under the, the current self-assessment regime and then when we move over to making tax digital they'll have a fancy way of, of posting it then won't they i assume yeah well they did mention this um and i've got something going to come to about the uh you know the beta for making tax digital for personal tax mm. uh you know uh, for this so you know i i think this will be this is like step one of it, I think this feature will be available for people to, to file. Uh, I think that, yeah, I, personally, I do. You know, I've not been told, but um, 
if I was, you know, <laughs> well, you know, putting my sort of developer hat on, um, I'm thinking I've built this. Um, why would I build it to this particular level if I'm not going to do something else with it? Yeah. Just yeah. as a um, just as a forecasting tool when I know that actually I've got everything there I want uh, and I just need to make a few more tweaks like we've spoken about before, like you know, putting additional income on like from wages or pensions or whatever it might be. If I've got the features of putting those extra things in, um, which I'm sure come, would be quite easy to add in. And yeah. then if I have that, and then it's calculating what my tax is going to be, uh, I could, you know, submit it. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the I suppose the, the fours and against on this is, is going to be, so there's going to be uh, some accountants that are thinking, actually, you know, I don't really, uh, what we want, you know, so if, if I'm putting, putting my accountant head on, I want this feature to be maybe visible, but almost like part disabled. So yeah. if I'm the accountant in charge of this account, yeah, I want my client to be able to, you know, see it, you know, possibly so they get an idea of what their tax might be. But in no way or form do I want them to try and submit it because, one, I need to be able to review it because it's probably wrong. Um, because you know, income and expenditure might have been recorded in the wrong pot, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you know, um, uh, so we want, need to be able to make sure this is a you know an optional one, possibly controlled by the accountant as to whether it can be filed or not. Yeah, that it, would it, be, yeah, because as, as you know, and, and as you know, as you know, lots of accountants will have their own method of actually filing the tax, mm -hmm. whether they're using tax filer or IRIS or. Uh, what do you use, Aaron? Account, uh, Captain, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain, Captain, yeah. So, you know, they'll be using that those features to you know check their accounts and and then file from there. So they don't want any filings from QuickBooks because it would only end up duplicating stuff. So it's going to be, uh, I think, it'll be interesting in a couple of years when it all is, you know, things that you know need to be done, uh, and it will just be you know how you know. How are people going to do it? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think I think that's right. I think my only devil's advocate for that is that at the moment QuickBooks got quite a nice way out because if you think about it, if they develop a full blown let's submit a self assessment tax return to QuickBooks uh, to HMRC, then they've got to look at everything outside of QuickBooks. So they've got to go and look at you know um, putting on P60s and all the other elements that've got to go with creating a full scale self assessment tax return. Whereas if they just wait until MTD, then they just only have to care about what's in QuickBooks because MTD, you submit each individual tax uh, revenue stream. So, you know, if you've got rental, if you've got self-employed, if you've got P6, whatever it's going to be, you, you submit them all individually. So they'll probably, you know, it, it mu from a developer point of view, it must be easy to develop it something that's just within QuickBooks to something that you've also got to capture stuff outside of QuickBooks, if you know what I mean. So Yeah, oh, yeah you're absolutely right. I've sort of forgotten about that, Aaron, because when we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago, um, yeah, it could be like people have got to submit multiple more returns than what they do already um, and more times a year. So, yeah, that's... You know, the more I think about it, the more relieved I'm not actually doing <laughs> accounting and bookkeeping. Because if I think you've got to do sort of, instead of doing 50 tax returns, I now I've got to do, you know, 200 a quarter or whatever. 
yeah, it's just exactly a bloody right. nightmare. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's going to be going to be interesting going forward. Uh, I'll just actually before we move on, I just come to notice we have a few shout outs there. Um, so, um, hi Paul, great to see you. Uh, Zahir, wow, even Zahir's made it. So, anyone who doesn't know, do go and check his YouTube channel. One of the gods of YouTube, and Charlie's in as well. And I know Charlie did a um, a great idea. He did a follow along on zoom for quickbus connect so hopefully that went really well unfortunately we were both involved in our own weren't we in the uh, twn um, so the tra- trainer writers network scenario but hopefully that went really well charlie and charlie also says that it was 15 months as well so that's a yeah i'm glad i didn't mishear that that was a i thought that was oddly um odd, odd number to choose 15 months but you know more 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 dates they can put in for that cash flow the better brilliant okay yeah so the next part on the self-assessment side of things was um well i say on 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 taxes was cis now i'm doing a bit of a cop out on this one um and a bit of a plug because both me and ash hopefully are doing a webinar on friday uh for quickbooks themselves over at the um over at um on the internet website so if you go and have a have a gander over the internet website go to the webinar section um, you'll see there at 10 o'clock till 11.30, me and Ash have got a, uh, well, Ash is, Ash is running it, a, a CIS webinar, um, and then you'll be able to actually see some of these uh, features and everything that's been announced there. So we definitely know we can show you some of those bits, like the um, getting all your um, all your CIS people paid and all that sort of stuff, um, and there'll be other bits that hopefully we'll share as well. Anything else you want to add to that one, Ash? Yeah, it's all around, uh, so not just sort of cis so you've got a, uh, a bit on the project so how projects work as well so monitoring your profit and loss against your project uh, and then slightly building it up so we start on basic and then with a project basic project and then looking at a subcontractor then looking at a contractor that has subcontractors so sort of three different scenarios building as we go with different little uh, options as we're creating some transactions through yeah it does seem like um uh, or, or compared to what was announced, um, we don't quite go into exactly the same amount of detail, do we? But there was, you know, it was um, it'll be a good good webinar nonetheless to kind of get some get to grips with some of the new features that are going to go through. Um, but what they actually announced was the ability to be able to make payments and everything, which we 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 we, we cover in that um, webinar as well. So yeah, it's it's again, I'm not sure why I became an announcement because it was technically already there although not 100 working as intended so i suppose that's what <laughs> that's what they were telling wasn't it but yeah it's it's just yeah it's just announcement i think i think they were trying to push it through and then support your team so then they moved over to quickbooks payroll which i think i think it's safe to say that they're kind of i think we're, we're going to expect this a lot going forward aren't we it's kind of that segmentation of the product it's we've got quickbooks online as one product QuickBooks payroll is another. So I suppose going forward, we should always expect to have a payroll section, shouldn't we, and, and what new features would come in. Um, so the new features was a rename of T-Sheets to QuickBooks Time. Um, and also it looks like there's going to be a nice uh, lick of paint to it as well. It looks like the functionality seems to be pretty much the same, doesn't it, Ash? It's just a different lick of paint for it for now. Yeah, just slightly, yeah, just, just different colour branding more <laughs> yeah. than anything else. And it, it's always a good piece of software. I highly recommend people to have a look at it. If you have got any um, staff that you do for timing, um, we're, we're, we're looking to implement it for our practice, especially now we're a remote um, and it integrates. Well, 
it's going to be promised to be integrating with QuickBooks Advanced Payroll. Um, there's no news yet on that actually coming live, is there? That's just a one for the future, isn't it? Yeah, no, I've not heard anything quite yet. But once that is integrated, that'll be a really great feature. Um, another announcement for QuickBooks Payroll is they finally have their, um, um, their uh, integration with Nest. Again, no timing on when this is going to go live, but it's, you know, I can't wait for this to go through. I mean, there they've got March the 5th, uh, 1st of, uh, to the 28th of February payroll. So fingers crossed it's in the next payroll that comes along. Because, yeah, at the moment, just so anyone's aware, you, you can submit the data to Nest, but then you have to physically go to Nest to make the submission and uh, make it work and everything else. So, yeah, let's hope that that's, that's being put in sooner or later. That was just advanced, though, wasn't it? It wasn't for normal payroll, or did I miss hear that? Oh, I think that's for the, that's for the normal payroll. So it's already uh, uh, Nest is already in advanced, sure. but not all the way though, is it? You can't you can't submit it. You can just send it. Um, you basically tell Nest what's happened. You still got to go into Nest to actually physically submit it, haven't you? Uh, oh yeah, you might. I've not had because I've not actually had to do it. So uh, yeah. All right, so that might be the case. I'll I'll keep an eye on that one because I we use Nest and uh, QuickBooks Advanced Payroll for the firm, so that's the only reason why I know. Uh, okay. uh, that's why I can keep an eye on that one for everyone. But at the moment, yeah. But so, so this was um, to, to clarify. Then this is for payroll, the basic payroll. Then is that what it is? Yeah. Well, looking at that screen, that screenshot is basic payroll. Is it? Right, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't use basic payroll. So cool. Okay. Brilliant. So yeah. So that is the basic payroll going through. That's excellent. So what what did you have to do before then? Was it just a case of just like export and import job then or? Um, I've never used a new basic QuickBooks payroll, so I'm not quite sure on on that. And it was never, yeah. I mean, it used to work fine with, uh, so yeah, PaySuite used to to be fine with a direct link through to um, to Nest. Okay, that'd be interesting. I'll definitely uh, have play with that one. See how that one goes. Um, And then this whole the workforce um, idea. So this is basically. QuickBooks um, basic payroll is getting the same functionality that Advance has got to a point where you'll have a client portal. They've been talking about, about this for a while, haven't they? This has been one of those ones that's always been on the roadmap as something that's going to be, but but it looks like it's it's here and, and, and definitely a good thing. I actually really, really like the portal. Um, it was the reason we moved over from um, whatever we use. In fact, we're using KPM, KPM before. Um, we moved from there to QuickBooks to utilize the portal itself because it's so handy just to send a link out to a new employee, let them fill out all the details for you. That's an absolute lifesaver. Couldn't couldn't um, recommend that sort of functionality enough. I know you pay suites and stuff do that as well, but that you know that is a great, great time saver, great little functionality. And also for us, we used it for payroll and HR and uh, sorry, uh, holiday management and HR and them sort of elements as well. Um, that's not quite in basic yet, is it? But at least they've got the opportunity to go in and uh, get their pay slips and stuff, which is great. Yeah, the the employee portal is pretty good in in advanced payroll. And I was saying to someone uh, a little while ago, is that when every time I uh, used to do payroll before, I was almost pretty insistent on keeping expenses out of it. Because yeah. when I used to use um, the old payroll, uh, it didn't really matter what you sort of put on the payroll, so whether they were expenses or whatever, 
they all got lumped on the same nominal code when the auto journals went through, which is like horrendous when you're trying to you know, look at things and reconcile it up. But at least with advanced payroll, you set up an expense type and you say that you know, if someone's putting through a mileage claim, it goes to travel or motor expenses or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. when those payroll journals go through for an expense claim, it's going to go to the right category and not a you know a payroll category. So that's why I, I'm you know quite keen on using that. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I can definitely see it being a, a good thing. And it, it's one of those as well where it's kind of it makes sense, doesn't it? That it or, or not makes sense, but it, it was almost kind of crazy that it wasn't there from day one. I suppose that was the way that they differentiated between advanced and um basic, wasn't it? Was the fact that they had it there. So yeah. Yeah, it's going it's to be a good thing. Cool. And then what they also announced was the spring roadmap got um, released, basically. So if we quickly just jump into there. Um, and it's basically what we've already talked about. So um, the QuickBooks account is just here. Look, so this is this new QuickBooks cash flow, QuickBooks um, uh, pay, uh, QuickBooks Cash, so to say, uh, which is the new banking option. There is an option here to join the beta list um, and, and have a look and go from there. So highly recommend joining from there. They also talk about how the cash flow planner is getting smarter, um, but they are talking about, well, they definitely mentioned in the accounts or in the um, keynote, should I say, that it was only if you've got the QuickBooks Cash connected. So we'll see how that does actually come along. Um, and then they start promoting the tag as well. They also talk about how we're going to have opportunities to get payments, as we spoke about. So exactly what we've already spoke about at the beginning. So you've got transforming bank, tra transforming bank transfers and also the QuickBooks overview pay suite as well, which we've, we've already spoke about on here in previous episodes. Time tracking. So it's it's about how T-Sheets is now QuickBooks Time um, and how you can save hours upon hours to get from there, how the tax is coming to make it better for you and how the MTD beta is finally live. So I've not been accepted to it yet, but I have knocked and bang banged on the door and hopefully we'll get myself <laughs> in there as soon as possible. Um, technically, that means I've got one prediction right. Um, smarter... <laughs> Income tax estimates are there as well, uh, and the new VAT rules um, in there. In fact, I didn't bring this one up, but they're saying there's more VAT um, checks on Smart Checker now. Did, did you see that bit? Um, yeah, I, I saw this briefly when, and I thought well, I didn't actually click on the link to see what all the details are about. Yeah. And I'm trying to think what what else is coming because we've had, we've had um, the um, the new Brexit back codes uh, change for imports, haven't we? The CIS codes imports. Well, what other back codes are there? They, so this is more about the whole. Um, they're, they're finishing the whole old way of filing the VAT returns, aren't they? So the old uh, we used to submit as um, uh, without MTD. That's that's coming to an end very yeah. very soon. And part of that transition is that um, I think QuickBooks is worried that the when HMRC turn off the uh, the features that they'll lose connection or they'll lose the ability to submit via their current method from April this year. Um, so they're saying basically you can either move to MTD or you could mark as filed or go from there. But that, that's what it's all around. But I'm sure, unless I unless I unless they were just talking about it, but when they were talking about the smart scan feature, they were saying there was some extra bits in there. Um, I don't know if you noticed that bit, but 
I haven't done. But just before you uh, move on, um, while we're on the topic of VAT, I thought I'd mention this because uh, yesterday I had a bit of a nightmare with VAT. <laughs> okay, go for it. So uh, and I thought I'd mention it in case anyone comes across a similar sort of thing. Um, uh, and this might save them the sort of time that I spent going around in what felt like circles for yeah. about an hour and a half. So my making tax digital link had expired. Ah, uh, yes, yes. And uh, so I'm doing my the usual thing that I think I'm doing correct, which is clicking on the links that appear on the screen uh, to trigger it again. Nothing. It's just 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 getting error, error, error. Try different browsers. Error, error, error. So pulling my hair on. I don't call support because I'm not that way inclined. So I'll just keep testing away. <laughs> uh, uh, so the next time I do it, uh, I click on the, the link after several attempts. And then when it's taken me to the HMRC site to basically trigger the or authorize QuickBooks again, I look up the screen a little bit and click on another link that basically, because it's basically saying that QuickBooks is still connected. And then I click on the link and it says what's connected QuickBooks. And then I choose to disconnect. And then reconnect, right? Um, yeah. And then, mate. And then I, for actually, I did that. Things didn't work. So after doing that, clear cache, clear cookies. You know, refresh the browser. Um, you know, disconnect the client from you know making tax digital, uh, and then go through the the sort of basically the process again, uh, and and then it worked. But for, you know, I was just going round. You know. In, it felt like in you know uh, <laughs> eternal circles, wondering why is this not working, um, and, and it's almost like you know one half is saying that your link is expired, the other half is saying it's still attached. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. literally go in there and detach yourself, man, you know, out, and then go back in. So I thought I'd mention that. So if anyone no, else has good. it. And that's going to be coming up for a lot of people, isn't it? Because a lot of us um, are coming up to that that timing, aren't we? That eighteen months, which yeah. is scary, isn't it? That it's come, come by that quickly. But yeah, yeah, a lot of us are going to be coming up. And I know we had all ends of problems when it came to reconnecting and connecting and then putting it all through. But yeah, it's all been sorted for us now. So yeah, although I'm sure the team just uh, called support and <laughs> went down that route. <laughs> um, um, just finally then, and there's nothing new here. It's all the stuff we've already talked about. But the one extra one is – bring it up. One extra one is um, the fact that you can switch from Sage quite easily now. So they're bringing that in. That's on their spring uh, product release payroll switch from Sage. And they're talking about how the QuickBooks payroll will make it easier for full payment submission import tool. So basically, it's about moving from one um, product suite to another. But at the end of the day, we're coming close to a, a year end. So if you are looking to switch, now's probably the better time than ever to make that switch and get that over. Um, because there isn't anything worse than having to, to move a payroll solution um, mid-year. Mid and then finally, from the accountants, they did mention this in the keynote, but there was the marketing made easy, my marketing hub. Actually, really recommend it. Any accountants on the call, do do go and have a look at that one. I've um, already got some really good um, uh, assets from there. 
that we're, we're already starting to, to distribute now. Some really nice ones in there, and they have promised they're going to keep that updated as we go forward, um, which I'm hoping they do, because it is a really good uh, resource, that one that I think gets you underutilized. And then they brought up the working papers and how to revolutionize the way that the data has been kept into QuickBooks. So there we have it. I mean, overall, Ash, what did you think to the announcements this, this year? Um, well, I think the most exciting one is the banking one for sure. The, yeah. you know, the QuickBooks Bank and the, the supplier payments. You know, if we can sort of, you know, do that. So, in, you know, in theory, I guess you're creating the entry in QuickBooks and paying them at the same time. So that's going to sort of cut things down, isn't it, that you would normally need to do. So, you know, that was, you know, I thought was great. Most of the other stuff, I thought it was wasn't really very new to well, not to us anyway. So yeah. if you're not, I suppose because we're involved, you know, on a regular basis, we, you know, we, we sort of keep up to date with things. So there wasn't much new in there. I felt for uh, for us, um, but you know, so you know, I'm sort of slightly relieved that there's no fixed asset register. <laughs> minute so um i'll just keep plugging away at my, at my own uh, so there's there, there's that as was a, a, a slight relief well the government might help you with this new super deduction tool or anything else you might you know that might be your way in of world domination if you can try and figure that one into it and everything else i mean no one knows what it means yet and and how it's quite going to work some said it may just be related to r&d and others have said that it's kind of almost like an aia um element so we'll see how it goes but you never know that could be it that could be, that could be our, our extra little tool yeah yeah uh, one exactly. of many other uh, things i need to, uh, <laughs> <I'm into>. to <laughs> yeah. when, when are you doing that tracker con anyway is that is that next Net month tracker con. <laughs> um yeah I, I've, I've just got to work out what the budget is <laughs> Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, if you need some speakers or anything, just just call up. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Okay. So next on the list then was just quickly on this one. We'll just because there's not really much we can uh, we can talk about this, but we can go through our predictions that we made. Um, that, so it wasn't just me, Ash, but we also had Rachel from Accountant Sheet on as well. Um, before I go into it, Ash, anything you want to say, anything you want to declare before I share the screen? Um, yeah, I, I, I could have done better, maybe. Understatement <laughs> <laughs> for us all, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so let's go through Rachel's first of all, as she's not here to defend herself, which means we, we can mock accordingly. So she said there was going to be an announcement of working papers. With that, actually, she got spot on, which we at the time thought was a bit harsh because they'd already been announced and we spoke about it on the show and we'd shown it on the show. And I'm sure both of us have done videos on it since then, haven't we? So, yes, um, technically working papers was announced at the um, conference. Um, then we went on to CIS and how it's going to go into the next stage, into this extra fancy element of it. Uh, I suppose technically it's it got announced, didn't it? But it it's still I still think there's more that can be done with CIS, isn't there? It's still it doesn't. I, I, I'm only going from my clients' um, use of it, but I still think there's it, it's still quite a lot of of them having to do their own manual element of it. In an ideal world, it will all be in the project section, everything else, wouldn't it? Yeah, I agree. I, uh, I I think there's still a little bit that could be probably possibly tidied up a bit on. You know, issuing subcontractor statements 
to make them a little bit more automated. I mean, you can do it. You, you can you know, create your own uh, default reports, you know, automated reports, you know, specifically against the subcontractor. Uh, yeah. But, you know, really that should be just all part of it automatically. But, you know. They ought to, you know, employ me as a, as a as a designer and tester, and I uh, will get it sorted in no time. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, CT tax forecast was her next prediction. Now, I think the um, I think the announcement of the budget this this uh, today has actually completely quashed that idea of that ever coming in. I think. Have you got any idea how they're going to do or handle the um, margin rate scheme and <laughs> everything else that goes with it? So, yeah, I think that's going to be a long way off now. I think, yeah, if it's anything to go by of any other software trying to do margin rate scheme and uh, not margin rate scheme, um, what's the phrase where you're going between um, two different tax rates? Um, but you're going to go from the 19 to the 25%, uh, that, that bit in the middle. Yeah, always cause complications for tax computations and everything else so yeah um they didn't announce it um and yeah i think they're gonna see that be delayed even further now now it's got even more complicated because suddenly you don't just have to times it by 19 percent. so yeah that's going to be a an interesting one going forward isn't it then we'll go on to what you um predicted so your predictions were that shopify direct now interestingly they didn't mention one sas once which i was really surprised about no, that's right. Yeah, when they sort of purchased them, that they or acquired them, whatever you want to call it, uh, was it a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I suppose they're still deciding on how it, you know, in the background, how that's all going to pan out, and you know whether you know is this uh, QuickBooks Bank, you know, underneath that, is that yeah, a lot of, is that a lot of sort of one SAS stuff being built? With you know in there, so it's you know sometimes they they uh, they can acquire companies. I remember when I first joined or you know started at, at helping as a trainer, um, they purchased a, a software company called Lettuce, which was yeah. supposed to be you know what they bought to uh, change the, the the stock functions in QuickBooks, but it never oh, ever happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, you know. Nothing changed actually. So I don't know actually what happened to that company. But you know, they bought it. You know, I remember being told, um, "I don't worry, we've bought lettuce, and everything will be changed within six months." And nothing. So <laughs> yeah, because thinking about that as well, they didn't talk about the Amazon integration or anything like that that they showed at Mary Cryer, did they? So yeah, which which makes you know probably just safe to assume that that's going to be a long time coming until them sort of functionality make their way over, isn't it? Yeah. If they've only been announced in America and they've not been mentioned here, then I, I don't I don't think it's on the roadmap, which is probably down to complications with MTD, isn't it? I suppose that's gonna that's the priority, isn't it, to get MTD off the ground yeah. and everything else where you know these other functionalities probably gonna take um take a back seat. Your other um prediction was that there was gonna be an integration with Stripe. So unless Stripe is now uh, well, is that part of the bank transfer option? Can we put a tedious link now? <laughs> no, I, 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 don't, I don't think you can. No, I think I just failed miserably. <laughs> I tried. I tried on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, was a bit, I was a bit sort of ambitious with the corporation tax uh, yeah. as well. So, 
yeah, it's unfortunate, isn't it? But yeah, it's it's going to be a long time coming, I think, for them ones. I, I I generally do, and maybe they just wait for MTD again because that's not going to be that far down. It's only twenty twenty six, isn't it? In this day and age, that's going to be no time at all. Um, so maybe 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 there'll be a solution or not from there. Um, but I do I do generally think that that corporation tax now got so much more complicated <laughs> that I can't imagine that's going to help um, help the uh, um, them build it any any quicker. Um, my predictions was net tracker to be acquired and announced. So unless I mean we still got the rest of the day to go. So <laughs> uh, no, that's not. No. not, not no. At the you weren't under NDA last week then. No, no, no. <laughs> Um, I was expecting a mileage 2.0, so I was hoping that the mileage would be overhauled and, you know, actually have uh, more functionality and the fact that it can actually be posted to QuickBooks and, um, you know, VAT can be recorded and we can have billable expenses and all that sort of stuff. And unfortunately, that didn't arise, so that was a, a wasted prediction. But technically, we had an MTD beta launch, but then technically, I suppose it never went through. The um, event itself did it. it was a, it was part of the um, of the spring release. So, yeah, but they did. It was mentioned. Was it mentioned though? They did. Yeah, I, they, they did actually say when when the the chat was sort of uh, sort of talking about it. He did say, um, and it's about to go into beta. Yeah. Okay. So. so yeah, I think we can give you that one, Aaron. <laughs> I mean, I was. It was a bit of a cheap one, wasn't it? it was, if they hadn't mentioned it, there'd be a travesty. So, yeah, okay. So it looks like technically Rachel's won by cheating away to that working papers, and you know maybe I get half a point and better than uh, I like right, Yeah, I like it zero. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, one thing else wasn't mentioned. Come to think about it, was um, QuickBooks Advanced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And no more news on um, the live as well, Bookkeeper, QuickBooks Live, you know, the bookkeeping solution. Yeah. So, I mean, because actually that's still, yeah, they've still got QuickBooks Live in the US mm -hmm. and they've got advanced, you know, that's definitely, you know, a thing in uh, in the US. I'm not sure if it's in Canada yet, but they've definitely got it in the US and, you know, uh, because I don't even think they have essential. I saw on a price list uh, recently. Yeah. I don't think they've got essentials. I think it starts yeah, at go, it, yeah. simple start plus and then yeah. advanced. Yeah, because the scary thing is, if you go to buy a new one in the um, in the UK product now, um, it takes you to that pricing page, and you're right, the um, it's gone. So yeah. I, it's one of those, though, isn't it? I don't know how much um, essentials is is used. They, they they must have all the kind of all the um, information to be able to know for sure, won't they, of of, of what it is? But yeah, it's a weird one. It's um, it, not having that extra one. But is it all down to the fact you have to have? You know, is it four choices is the prime one, or three choices the prime one, and any more it gets probably to three, yeah, probably three. If it be is you know because more than that, it's probably does complicate things. Because if you think really, if you want essentials, then you might as well have plus because there's not a lot, a huge amount of difference. But well, I suppose there there is, but uh, the biggest jump isn't there. But is between simple start, but you can't have your suppliers' accounts payable on. Yeah, and then when you yes. lose it up. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's not taking me to that link anymore, which is a shame to show. But yeah, it, it is essentials is gone. So 
yeah, maybe that's what's going to happen. Um, and we'll, we'll see how that goes. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the end of the world, but it's just it would just be an odd, odd, odd one not to have essentials because we've, we've just known it for so long, haven't we? So, but then thinking about it, I generally don't think I've got a single client on essentials. It's either simple start or plus. It's just yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been the, I was the same. Yeah, and then obviously the clients who are on uh, self-employed. So. Okie dokie. Then I think with that, I think we're pretty much at the end, aren't we? I think that's uh, that's pretty much the end of what we had to cover. Yeah, I've got any questions in there, Aaron. Yeah, let's have a quick look down at the questions. Um, so we've got one question actually from Paul. So cheers, Paul. Thanks for this one. Um, and great, great to point this out. To be fair, so something we should have mentioned in the news. To be honest. Um, so for anyone who's not fully in the loop, of what happened is that. Basically, from a CIS point of view, we've changed the way that you will account for the VAT on there from the 1st of March. Um, QuickBooks always, always, always told everyone that they will have this functionality ready for the 1st of March. And that's exactly what we've been telling people as well. Um, and 1st of March came along, and lo and behold, the functionality came out. And unfortunately, it's not quite working as intended. Um, now, this particular... Um, this particular element here is all about the message that would be putting on. We don't know if they're ever going to actually bring that element to it. So we don't know if that's ever something that's going to happen. It's not something that you will have to compile yourself. So at the moment, what we've been telling our clients is, and we've been doing it for them, is just jump into QuickBooks, go into the invoice and make sure that your, your, your statement's on the bottom there. We just use the same statement that HMRC gives Um but the VAT summary at the moment is completely broken, so that's not working. Oh, well, that's unfair, isn't it? It works if you put a different VAT code in, but it just doesn't show the VAT summary of the um, of the um, reverse charge. And just so everyone's aware as well, at the moment there isn't a complete enough error in it in terms of if you try and put materials in there, it just has a um, has a you basically have to have a workaround to even save it, don't you? Yeah, right. so uh, we we know they're working on uh, working on a fix. We can't sort of give it a, a time yet, but it should be ASAP. Uh, so yeah. just keep, uh, as soon as one of us knows, we'll no doubt be posting it on uh, Facebook and similar. So as soon as we know that it's been fixed, we'll uh, we'll be testing it uh, and letting everybody know. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's just a shame, isn't it? Because it's one of those where it's been talked about for a while. It finally came out, and yeah, unfortunately there was a an error in it. So yeah, sooner it gets fixed, the better. But I, I generally, I don't know if they've ever on the roadmap got it, the intention of having that message on there. Um, I think that's just going to be something that you're going to have to bring in yourself. Yeah. I, I, think then, I think so. Yeah, it'll just be a case of you know put it in message to customer and yeah. you know have your own invoice template for that. Uh, yeah. I, on the sort of my little 60 second video uh, that I uh, did on uh, Saturday or Sunday, uh, that's exactly what I did. Move the bank details into the footer uh, and message the customer with the, the HMRC note. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense, doesn't it? And, you know, there is the option to have two different save, uh, two different invoice templates if you want to, if you, you know, if that makes it easier for you. So you've got those options available to you. Um, and I know uh, one of the trainers, Annette, she she came up with a great idea that you put it against the description of the product service. So that might be, you know, that might be something that works for you and works for your clients. But yeah, we're, we're just going to be having a separate um, invoice template that is just for 
Zeiss reverse charging on there, it'll say it and everything else. And so if you want to get fancy, can you can you connect it to locations? I know with locations you can do quite a few little you can have a different address, can't you? Uh, locations. Um, I'm not sure about a different message to customer. Possible though, isn't it? It might be worth looking into that one and having a look, but that could be an option that could help. So, yeah, yeah, brilliant. But um, but overall, I think you know the way that it works seems to be working when it does work seems to be working as intended. Um, and yeah, it's uh, clients just got to understand the new way of do, dealing with CIS, unfortunately. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, with that, I think that's the end of the questions. Thank you for everyone that's joined in today. We've had really good, uh, good turnout, good, good, some good comments in there. So, thank you very much to everyone. Um, Ash, when are we uh, due on next? So, we'll be back um, uh, on Tuesday, sixteenth of March, uh, four thirty p.m. Uh, that'll be ten thirty a.m. U.S. Central Time. Excellent, excellent. And yeah, hopefully by then we'll have some more news about these new features. Fingers crossed we'll get ourselves in some of these betas by then as well. I can't I can't hold my breath on that one, but hopefully fingers crossed. And if not, we'll no doubt find some some uh, great guests to bring along to uh, to talk about some of the extra features and some of their products, whatever it's going to be. Uh, Ash, have you got anything planned or any videos or anything that are due out in the next couple of uh, weeks until we come until we come back? Uh, so I've got a few uh, that I need to do. I've been a little bit lapsed this week. I've had, uh, I've had, I've had work to do, Aaron. <laughs> I've had videos every day. Um, but yes, yeah, so I, I, I did the, the a very short CIS one, and the I know you did one as well. The VAT, uh, the new cash VAT reconciliation. Uh, that that so there's a, a little there's a we've both got videos out there for that. I'll probably put a, a couple other out there this. Uh, within this week just for using nominal codes um, because I've seen somebody ask that on another forum and I know that it's one I could literally get done on a 60 second video uh, and, and if anyone ever has any sort of comments or thinks about you know things then you can either drop on the YouTube channel uh, or you know message me uh, and if I think I can squeeze that video into 60 seconds uh, I will do so <laughs> how about you Aaron you got any, have you got any Anything lined up? Yeah, and, and that's a good point, actually. So for the first time ever, we're live on your YouTube channel as well today, aren't we? So hello to anyone watching on Ash Beeston. Well, it's just Ash Beeston, isn't it, your your channel? Yeah, uh, yes, it is, yeah. Uh, tips in 60 seconds. Oh, is that the f official name of it? Sorry. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so hello to anyone and new viewers from, from that area. Um, so, yeah, so from our point of view, we've got, a budget breakdown already in the work so we want to go through and see if there's anything that will really affect your business we want to make sure that we take those options and bring them in that's over at the boffix tax tips channel and over on the account and the aaron patrick quickbooks chap i've actually got a special guest i've got sabrina from the apprentice uh, coming on again and we're going to be talking about basically she she wants to make sure she's using QuickBooks how it should be. So we're going to go through and explain to her the cash flow forecast and basically a really practical way of going, right, QuickBooks is all up to date because it's all done for her. We we, we at Boffix do it for her. So we're going to be going through, right, what what can you do with this data that's in here? What, how can you make the most of it and, and go from there? So, yeah, we're really looking forward to that one. That should be a really interesting uh, little video put together. Uh, with that, then. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, with that, then um, remember, if you are listening via podcast, don't forget to follow us on our Facebook or 
join us live on any of our future episodes. Um, and with that, it's a good goodbye for me, Ash. It's a goodbye from me. Cheers all. Stay safe, and we will see you soon. Cheers, everyone. Bye.